You love me because of who I am. But I love you because of who you are. I, the Father, seek those who worship in spirit and truth, not just on platforms, but in pews. I see your hearts, and it blesses mine, says the Lord. Lord Jesus, we do love you. We thank you for a place where where worship comes easy, where fellow believers pour their hearts out to you Sunday after Sunday, and you visit the praises of your people with your presence. For that oasis that sustains us week to week, Lord God, we give you thanks for this morning, for all that you might say and do, and for all the ways your spirit might move within our own. Father, we give you thanks. We come anticipating, encountering you, because for us, nothing less will do. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. And all God's people said, amen, amen, amen. Amen. Uh, it's a beautiful thing to behold when your mandolin player is so caught up in God he just has to let go of his instrument for a while and raise his hands to the Lord it's a blessing when banners are flowing at the front of the church and the back and everything in between is sold out to him what a precious gift God is to us and we can be to each other because of him Mm. this morning the youth and I were talking about the mysteries of God and they're they're never exhausted we'll spend the rest of eternity getting to know the depths and the beauty all that Paul prayed that we would someday comprehend uh, about our God Um, what an incredible Lord it is that we serve but Jesus spoke some things that curl my toes you know I, I, I just can you imagine what it would have been like to hear him say for the first time love your enemies you know I would have been like my dog when he doesn't understand <laughs> what love your enemies yeah the, let the wheat grow up with the tares I'm the only one wise enough to sort it out Jesus taught us something that is, is, is really kind of unique at the core of our faith, and that is despite and with the depth of what we believe, because we believe our God functions in such a way as to let all people make up their minds about him, we treat each other as people who give people space and place to make up their minds about themselves too. It's called tolerance called love love never forces love always gives room for one to respond and because of that if the wheat are going to grow up with the tares then we because there are difficult people around us have an opportunity to learn to love in a diff, uh, in a uh, in a deeper way than we would were they not there do we not uh, you know the the matches over history have been interesting Pelosi and Trump are not the first uh, odd couple in, in government, if you remember. There, there was this lady, Lady Astor, years ago, World War II. Um, she, she was one of the leading politicians in England. 
Uh, but but she, had, she had kind of a f- conflictual relationship with Winston Churchill at the time. Do you remember what she said? She actually said this. Uh, Winston, if I were your wife, I would poison your coffee. <laughs> to, to which he responded to this. Nancy, if you were my wife, I'd drink it. You know, conflict is a part of this world. It's a mystery why God puts up with it. But apparently he thinks that he can work within it for his redemptive purposes or he wouldn't allow it, right? And so he calls us to love our enemies. He calls us to tolerance. And that is such a mystery, and it's so doggone hard to do that if the one who loved us most wasn't the one that was calling us to do it, it would be very difficult for me rationally to make sense of it. I trust it because of who called me to do it. And I trust him to have his redemptive purposes work out in the midst of all that tension. And sometimes there, there is a real redemptive tension that comes from, that, uh, redemptive purposes that come from the tension. Have you heard about the, the tastiest fish on the planet, I think, are, are, are the New England cod. Anybody ever had a New England cod? Oh, somebody from Boston here. Yeah? Is it good? Delicious, she says. You haven't eaten fish unless... And that was the problem. That was the problem. You could only get the New England cod close to where they got it out of the sea because it's such a a, a delicate fish that if they froze it, it ruined. If they shipped it, it ruined. And people would come to Boston and places like that and find and eat the New England cod and then just, you know, this isn't fish anymore when they went back home. And, And they tried in many ways to expand the market of the cod of New England and finally someone figured out how to do it. You want to know how? They shipped them live across the country. Previously, that had not worked. Even when they shipped the codfish live in tanks across the country, they were so lethargic on the trip that by the time they got there, when they were prepared, they were mush in your mouth, right? Until someone thought, with all those codfish in that tank, I'm going to put one catfish in there with them. The, The enemy of the cod. And as it went across the country, that tank was so agitated that by the time the cod got to California, they tasted better than when they came out of the sea in the Northeast. Sometimes God can work redemptively because of the tension in the tank. And he calls us to be a part of that redemptive process. And so he tells us, be tolerant to those who are your enemies because you don't know they might be your brother and sister forever. He he tells us to love our enemies because his spirit is itself trying to reconcile those lost children of God to himself. But how can we do that? Something so strange, so beyond us, loving our enemies unless we trust the one who called us to do it. And we can. 
because he's proven his love for us and while we were yet sinners he died for us on a cross so Lord God we give you thanks this morning for your sacrifice for us but also for your example Help us to trust it, Lord, even when we don't understand all the mysteries about it. We thank you, Lord God, that on the night that you gave yourself up for us, you took bread, having given thanks to the Father, and you broke the bread, and you gave it to your disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this as often as you take it in remembrance of me. And after supper, Jesus took the cup, and he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we do these things because you command us and because of the benefit that it is to all of our souls. We pray, Lord God, that you will pour out your Holy Spirit not only on these gifts of bread and juice, but upon us, your people. May your spirit be realivened within our own souls. Lord Jesus, fill these fleshly temples with your divine dwelling and presence. And we pray, Lord God, that we could be so full of you that we might live even as you lived, the only way we can live as you call us to live because you live within us. Forgive us this morning. Empower, <clears throat> empower us by your Holy Spirit. Guide us, Lord God, that in all that we do, we might please you. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we partake, praying even as you taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 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 This morning, as Jeff said, this month is uh, blessed to be a blessing month, and we're going to be looking at that through many <clears throat> lenses. Uh, on the 22nd of November, uh, we will have our Pledge Sunday. Where